Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast, on which I'm going to have an interview with Chris Capiro. He's the president of Live Retail, and we're going to touch on a very interesting topic localized marketing and hyper-localized campaigns. But first of all, Chris, can you introduce yourself to the audience? Certainly. Hi, I'm Chris Capero. Uh, I'm located actually in San Antonio, Texas, and I'm the president of Live Retail. What do and, you guys do at Live Retail? Well, Live Retail is really just a, it's a SaaS company, and we've specialized in marketing technology. And uh, specifically, live retail is really focused on building hyper-localized content for businesses of any size. You know, when you think about uh, one of the largest expense items when it comes to advertising is the ad production cost, where a single ad can cost as much as 400 or all the way up to 1200 plus dollars. And our goal with live retail is to make it very affordable and try to reduce that cost down to as close as zero for uh, you know franchise owners, small business owners, or you know large brands, as for that matter. So, what kind of brands do you work for? Do you know, we have share. Yeah, so we have uh, right now we have over seven hundred brands that are enabled within our platform, uh, and we work directly with a portion of those brands. And it really uh, spans, again, all different size companies. So, you know, we work with some brands that have over, you know, 12, 1500 locations. We work with some brands that are a single location. You know, it's a single small business owner or a franchise group that might have a few hundred locations. So size doesn't matter when it comes to live retail because we really treat everybody equally and we want to help the small businesses as much as we want to support the large brands. Love it. Love that approach. And um, for those businesses, it's 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 crucial to have a um, very good online presence, especially local, since, um, well, that's where people are looking for businesses online, right? So Google already brings up people uh, or companies in, that are that are close to you. Um, so I can imagine that if you're a small business owner or a, a small chain and even a larger chain, that local presence is is very important. Is that something you you recognize? Uh, we we absolutely do. And uh, you know when you think about it, uh, Elijah, local sells, right? Um, there's this huge local movement out there. So the more that uh, companies, or small businesses can localize their marketing content, you know, the higher the engagement rates are, the interaction rates are, and surprisingly, the more affordable it is to market. You know, we're we're all looking at, uh, you know, economies right now that are uncertain, right? And uh, when companies are kind of in that uncertain zone, one of the first things that they start doing is slashing marketing budgets. So, you know, people have fewer marketing dollars to spend in many cases. Leveraging a, a strategy like we have at Live Retail actually allows you to make your marketing dollars go further. So uh, in many cases, 
you could advertise for about a third of what you normally would advertise uh, with some of the social media channels. So they're save, saving up to 70% on that is what you're saying. They they can save up to 60 to 70%, absolutely. Wow. And, and a lot of that has to do with localized marketing though. Uh, you know, you're not competing since most of the social media platforms, you know, it's all auction based, right? Uh, mm -hmm. When you're you're bidding for placement. So when you localize your content and you're using hyper targeting uh, for your audience, both location and uh, your demographics, interest, all those those good things that we have access to, all of a sudden you're no longer competing with those large national buys or regional buys. You're competing with other you know, small business owners and other brands that have cracked uh, the secret uh, code to localized marketing, which is a very, very small percentage. So you're buying ad placement at the absolute lowest rate. And, and that is just really sweet. It's, it's really phenomenal. We're, we're going to dive into that. Um, and we're going to talk about the three well tips and maybe mistakes that people make when they're Oh, well, pursuing localized marketing. Um, but first of all, because we have an international audience from all over the world, what 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 do you mean by a localized campaign? What is what do you consider local? Sure. So so local, uh, as I use the term, really means you know the the town, the township, the city, the neighborhood, the the small geographical location around the location that you're trying to drive sales to, or that you're trying to drive foot traffic to, right? The the ones that uh, are are really just in your backyard as a consumer. And, and again, when we think of local, you know, here in the states, there's this huge localized movement to support local businesses. Mm -hmm. And even though it might be a local location of a national brand, local people like to support them. So, uh, you know, again, townships, cities, uh, you know, that, that small geographical area. Love it. Love it. So um, having, having uh, made that clear, um, what are some of the learnings and tips you can share after having done thousands of campaigns for local businesses that that the audience can benefit from. Could you, could you name a few tips? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I have a number of tips, but uh, I know we have a short time, but uh, you know, the, this is a sound a little bit repetitive, but my first tip is location, 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 location. You have to make your advertising about your location and, you know, whether you're, you know, using imagery about uh, your storefront, uh, whether you're calling out the name of your town, your city, your neighborhood, whether you're showing a, you know, a simple uh, Google map of where your location is. When you talk about your location, it tends, what we've seen through live retail, it tends to drive your interaction with your audience anywhere from two to five times what you normally would get with a regional or national ad that you might run or an ad that you might run that has no reference to uh, to your location. So location, location is an asset. 
And it really helps sell and engage uh, with your audience. So you need to use it to your advantage. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, I think that's it's it's it, indeed it sounds obvious, but I think a lot of local business owners forget about how important that asset as that they're in what well, their location actually is. Well, and and not that they forget about it always, but they can't afford to go out and create custom ads, right? They have to take what's given to them by corporate, or they have to take what's given them to them by the the franchise uh, or the you know the franchise brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you know that's not always good enough. That's not always in your best interest, and that's where live retail can help you at little to no cost create that localized content. Cool. So so how do you actually do that? So because uh, how how does that process work? Because let's say I'm a uh, a local chain and uh, or a local. Uh, or, or a store that is a national chain but it has a local presence. Um, I corporate headquarters just issues me some ads, and they're all about the brand and no location whatsoever mentioned. Um, how, right. how how do they start with live retail? So, you know, I mentioned earlier, live retail currently has over seven hundred brands, and we're adding upwards of about fifty to one hundred brands per month to our platform. Adding brands is super simple on our side, and we're leveraging uh, different AI tools that we've created. So, you know, what we do is we'll go out to the brand's website and we will create brand guidelines for that brand just based on how their website is set up. So we'll look at what fonts that they use, what colors they use, their primary, secondary, tertiary, quadruciary. We collect all that information. And we develop that into their own digital brand guidelines that are then used in our application. We also will leverage all the corporate imagery, headlines, and messaging that's available uh, through their websites. So that when you come to live retail, and if the brand's already set up, then you're gonna see pre-built ads. And this is something that's important to mention. Live retail is unlike any other platform in, out there in that we pre-build everything for our users. So you don't have to go out there, select a template, and then you know select what products you want to offer. We pre-build it all for you, and then you can go in and tweak it if you want to make a change or an edit or if you want to add a price or, or what have you. So we try to do all the heavy lifting we can on our side because at the end of the day, these small business owners or store managers or marketing managers have so much on their plates already, wear so many hats, the more we can take off their plate, the more that they can do and the more advertising they're apt to do, right? So one of the things that we uh, we do is we actually send out emails if you subscribe to uh, Live Retail saying, hey, your ads are ready. And within that email, we'll show pictures of the ads that were pre-built for you that you can click on and make edits, changes, you can post them uh, to any of your social media channels for free uh, at no cost, or you can actually even buy paid advertising through us where we take a, uh, uh, a real small fee of 10% of the media spend. Um, and we'll actually traffic it directly through to the different social media channels. So uh, again, we're trying to take all the heavy lifting off of our clients off of the small business owners, the location managers, the marketing managers. 
yeah, they I can imagine they don't have time for all this, and they it, the easier it is, the the better. Um, what's what are the other tips that you can share apart from location, location, location? Yeah, so uh, another one I wanted to share is you know your followers on social media can become your advocates. And, and what I mean by this is, I, my personal opinion is most small businesses or business owners, franchise owners, don't leverage this to the extent that they can. So if you build an online following of, let's just say hypothetically, 3,000 people, you can advertise to those 3,000 people on whatever frequency that you want for free. And if those people or those followers like what you're posting or interact with your post, then all of a sudden, all the people that follow that individual might see your post, right? So it just kind of gives you that very positive domino effect in expanding your reach and coverage with zero media spend, zero, uh, zero dollars. So, uh, you know, I really encourage all small business owners, all franchise owners, all owners or managers of any uh, location, you need to have your own social media pages and presence, not just the corporate social media pages and presence. You need to build your following because your following can be your biggest advocates. And again, it could be that you can advertise for them for free all the time. Is there, um, because I love this advice to have your local page, not just the the corporate headquarters page uh, page on social. Is there any specific platforms that you want to point out and the importance of those social platforms? The, of course, the, uh, the big behemoth is to be meta, right? With Facebook, Instagram, um, uh, Twitter. Those are the ones that we see the, the most advertising going through right now. Uh, we do see some people trying to uh, kind of turn towards TikTok. Mm -hmm. But TikTok really does not support hyper-localized uh, content advertising on the paid side yet. So you can only advertise by what they call DMAs. So it's a little bit more restricted. Mm -hmm. So uh, hopefully that will evolve over time where... Mm -hmm they can become a, a bigger player within that market, right? Yeah. But uh, really the big ones that we see are meta with Facebook, Instagram, and then Twitter is right behind them. Yeah. I love those uh, local targeted targeting uh, options well, that they offer. Yeah. And, and it doesn't cost anything to set up a, you know, a local page no, on absolutely. any of those platforms. And that those, those are the first two tips, but they're, well, I would almost say so obvious, but I think a lot of business owners just overlook them as or take them as a given fact that, you know, corporate takes care of this. Um, and I love that lo lo local approach. So um, as well, given the fact that we're almost through our time, what's what's the last tip that you want to share? Because the rest of the tips is, I think, is on your website. So I'm going to leave a link to your website, liferetail.com as well, of course. But um, what's the tip you want to share in this podcast, the last one? Well, the, the last tip I probably want to share is you can't lose sight of the fact that, you know, as a small business owner, franchise owner, or the manager of a location, you always need to remember that it's your brand, your message. 
you need to connect with your local audience. You uh, you need to make sure you know when you when you look at a lot of the national and regional stuff that goes that comes out, you know it's viewed by the locals as maybe not being authentic. You need to be authentic. Uh, you know, inauthentic authentic actually, uh, you know, hurts you versus helps you. So uh, you need to remember your brand, your message, you know, the same selling points that appeal to the large scale uh, customers can be adapted to your local audiences, but use your own local voice to do that. Uh, and then, you know, back to location, location, always remember your brand, your message, but plug your, your location, your city, your neighborhood, use local images um, and just be authentic. So uh, that makes a huge difference in the engagement rate. It makes a huge difference in how many times that ad is going to get shared organically or, uh, you know, get placed uh, also through the paid side, right? So don't lose sight that even though you might be a franchise owner and not own the brand, you do, it is your brand for your location. And you Love are that. the voice for that Love location. It. Love it. Love that advice, Chris. So um, with that, I would like to conclude this uh, session of the uh, of the podcast. I'd like to thank you very much, Chris, for being on it. And I'll leave uh, a link to your LinkedIn profile as well as a uh, link to your uh, website, Life Retail, for those people and business owners that want to reach out to you. Um, so they can find you online and, and hopefully they, uh, they connect with you and um, you can help them out. Thank you very much, Chris. Well, absolutely. Thank you for having me and uh, yeah, look forward to helping anybody that needs help. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or iTunes. Also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.